Hello and welcome to Talkin' Baseball. Spring training is rolling and the bad news is the injury bug is out. What does it mean? We got a full band today. Let's get it. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, presented by SeatGeek. Code John Boy Preseason, 15% off. And that's if you've already used our SeatGeek promos or you use SeatGeek, that works anytime and I think multiple times. So code John Boy Preseason, 15% off wherever they'll sell you a ticket. Spring training, buy a regular season game. It's less than a month away. Download the app, SeatGeek. John Boy preseason, 15% off. Uh, you may be familiar with this somewhat high-pitched Italian voice. It's talking Jake. The Jombino is here. The voice is hurting. He's playing hurt. We got a stomach bug in the house. There's dogs. There's babies. <laughs> Jim, how you doing? I'm doing uh, not well. I was going to say well because that's <laughs> kind of just what you say when someone asks you that. I'm not doing that great. And I just realized I don't have my AirPods in, so I'm kind of causing an echo on the whole amp situation. So if I can find headphones, I will. But yeah, man, Katie's pregnant, and she's been sick like every like week of this pregnancy. And if there's a bug going around, we get it. So I uh, down and out. I'm gonna miss the the TPP binge after this. I already missed. Have those started coming out? The ones that I'm not on that you guys did already? Not yet. I'm this weekend, like those will start TPPs. coming out. But. So it's a bummer, but yeah, I haven't talked in like 30 hours. So we spent yesterday in the urgent care and blah, blah, blah. Not doing well. Trev, how are you? A little bit better than you, James. Uh, You don't sound good. You don't look good, but this is your flu game. Mm -hmm. I love that about you. You're Bill Diffie, kind of like my boy Jake here. Yes, we're going to be running the TPPs after that, but first we got to go through some bad news. Spring training injuries. You know they're going to happen. You wish to avoid them, uh, but sometimes they come. And some of these ones are pretty bad. So we'll uh, we'll be talking about that. Jake, your sweater is uh, 6 out of 10. I uh, Jessica got a good laugh at me yesterday because uh, we, we had a, one of our partners, Under 5'10", sent us some clothes. And it, it fits me really well, Trev, because I'm under 5'10". Uh, and my sweet effervescent Jessica laughed in my face, um, even though she married this shorty. Um, yeah, I, Trev was bummed out that we were doing an all-injury episode, but there's some big ones, because that's not normally who we are. We're hype, but maybe we'll end up being hype for people who are getting some opportunities and things like that. Uh, as breaking news across the desk, 24th all-time in second baseman homers, Rugnet Odor, uh, signed by the Padres to get some spring training run, so we'll deep dive into that as well. I was just going to say, before we get into these injuries that kind of like happened, did we have any show-up-to-spring-training surprise injuries this year? I feel like yeah, that's... Frankie Montas. Well, I, I said surprise injuries. Oh, that wasn't nice. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. Normally we get the... Uh, well, I guess Chapman showed up and said he slipped. So uh, I, I guess there was some funny business. I, His I guess, arms were numb. I guess uh, we're, <laughs> yeah, I don't understand that. I, we're always going to get one of those. Someone slicing an avocado or sticking his hand in the you know garbage disposal. Something like that happens when you let these guys loose in spring training. I guess Chapman's 
the first of that. His arms just didn't work. Well, and the other one that we always jump to now because it, it was a part of, you know, as, as Talking Yanks was on the up and up, Tyro Estrada, who's now become a real player for the San Francisco Giants. We talked about him a little bit. He showed up to camp one time and he got, he was shot in the leg in yeah. the offseason. Um, and he's, he's okay, but he just showed up to camp and was like, yeah, it happened. You try yeah. to hide stuff from the team, you know, at the end of the offseason, you're like, I'm not showing up to camp hurt. <laughs> You know, hiding, getting shot is a little tough. It's the show up, show up to your parents with the the test you failed. I I got shot. Um, <laughs> where do we want to start, boys? I I think the biggest one, friend of John Boy Media, a guy that was set up for like a big time season. He kind of had his breakthrough year, and then the Dodgers kind of gave him the kings to the kingdom a little bit. I I thought the Dodgers might make a play for one of the big shortstops. Gavin Lux, uh, they were they were gonna let him go. Uh, you know, former big time prospect, and he's fighting on the Dodgers for playing time. He gets it. He has the nice season. Uh, he suffers a torn ACL. He's running from second to third, grounder to third. The third baseman throws it over to second. He kind of does the get out of the way of the throw because you see someone throwing at you. Takes a funny step. And, you know, if you've watched a lot of football or any sports, when you see that step, you go, oh, boy. Uh, you you kind of hope it's like a hyperextended knee. Torn ACL out for the entire season. And, uh, yeah, I, in Dodgers camp, you know, hey, thank God they already made that Mickey Rowe trade. He's got to be the first insurance policy that pops up. But they also have these versatile guys like Chris Taylor and some other young prospects. So, um, I, I don't know when, when you guys heard this, we might have Mookie Betts playing some second base. I, I guess, where do you jump Trev? I, I just feel for Gavin because this is going, this was going to be like a real extended run at the shortstop position. You know, he really had a great start to last year. And even with like a kind of like a, a slower September, his numbers were still pretty good, especially if you consider like where he's playing. Um, and you just kind of expected this. Everyone was on the Gavin Lux train and we all loved it. It wasn't like, uh, you know, I feel like everyone was rooting for him. And I referenced this on uh, baseball today. You know, a lot of the times we go through the off season and, you know, baseball players are working out. You're doing it in shoes a lot. Even when you're sprinting around, you're doing it in regular shoes. At the end of the off season, you end up putting spikes on a little bit, trying to get your feet used to the spikes, you know, making movements and spikes just a little bit different. It's what it kind of seemed like to me there. Like he got on the dirt and those first few days, even though you've been running around to them a little bit, it just feels a little bit different. And I don't know if the, the one wrong step with the cleat in the dirt kind of buckled the knee, but it was gruesome to watch. And then, you know, we were kind of waiting, hoping to get that good news that it was just a strain, um, but uh, he's out for the entire season. And that's definitely tough. Um, but yeah, there, I mean, like you said, Jake, Miggy Rojas coming over now seems like, you know, an incredible deal for the Dodgers. He'll probably get an extended look there with Chris Taylor. They're saying now might come in there. The depth is being, you know, questioned here. We always talk about the Dodgers depth and how good it is. Like this is it's it's going to be tested this year a lot. Yeah, I'm wondering if they wait till after the World Baseball Classic to bring in some of the shortstops like Didi's playing in the WBC. If he has a decent showing, he looks, do you bring him in to finish out camp 
and, and give them a shot. Like you need not a knock on who they have, but you need, you need something. You, it was already a, an area that was like not a lock. I mean, I think Jake was kind of like a, a little nervous for him, but with their infield, like, Oh, you guys lost some key pieces to Turner and Turner. And now you yeah. lose the guy you were banking on to replace him. You know, Miggy Ross, we love him. We love Lux. And, and I haven't even watched it yet because I can't uh, hate watching non-contact injuries. They scare me way more than contact injuries. But, I mean, is Simmons or Jose Iglesias playing in the WBC? You would have, I would have thought one of them got picked up already. Usually it's like, okay, boom, just come get reps with us. But I don't know if both of those guys are playing and the WBC changes that outlook a little this year where you're like, oh, well, they're doing, you know, that's our tryout. We'll just go see out of those three guys who looks the best right now. Yeah, no, I, I think Andrelton's playing uh, for the Netherlands. I think he's playing third base next to Bogarts or Curacao. Yeah, I think Didi's. They're, the they're all. I think Didi's supposed to play first, so that's that's some funny <laughs> business uh, by them. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, go look, go look at their roster. It's a funky one. Um, it's uh, this was crazy. So this is from Jimmy's Reddit, and if you know, if I'm quoting Reddit, that if it gets to me. That means I actually saw it in Carabas' tweet. But on our baseball, uh, the Dodgers have lost a billion dollars in infielders in the past few years between Machado, Seager, and Turner. So that's just a funny way uh, to look at things. And Lux, man, uh, Trev, where you started, and you're right to start there, feeling for the kid. This coming into 2020, top five prospect. Uh, you're, you know, you're breaking into the Dodgers. You're trying to find playing time and earn your keep. Remember when they threw him in center field? Uh, and you know, I, Twitter was baseball. Twitter was running hot and kind of coming at the analytics people. Like, hey, guess what? You can't just put anyone in center field, man, uh, because Gavin Lux is a middle infielder. And uh, man, 129 games last year, a 105 OPS plus. He was still 24. He's 25 years old. So you know, sometimes we almost get this prospect fatigue in guys when a lot of players don't even get their opportunity till now. So. Uh, stinks for Gavin and, and you heard all the teammates and Hey, uh, you know, I, I think anytime you get hurt or you lose playing time, you, you better kind of like the guy that's stepping in. Luckily, Mick, Miggy Rojas is like the best guy in baseball. <laughs> Go check out Chris Rose rotation. Whenever he talks, you should listen. Um, yeah, for, for the Dodgers, I, I don't know. I was talking a little bit around the office yesterday. They've got a big prospect, Miguel Vargas, who, uh, is, a Cuba guy, Trev, uh, and he was lining up for some run this year at third base and second base. Um, you know, that that's a guy that's been in my head a lot because, like, the Dodgers just penciling in a kid. He's got to be pretty damn good uh, for, for them to be doing that. And then the Chris Taylor part is funny because so many of us go back to growing up and playing baseball and, you know, you turn to the coach in the third <laughs> inning and, all right, Storiel, you're playing third this inning. Uh, O'Brien, you're in left field. Plouffe, you're at short. And then you go, all right, Plouffe's taking the mound. Storiel, you go to short. O'Brien, you're at third. Chris Taylor is starting a new throwing program to be able to play shortstop. Like, we don't, I don't think we get in that mindset, but it's how grueling and tough that position is that, um, I don't know. That's a really tough ask for Chris Taylor at this point in his career, and and that's where I think I think Miggy Rowe is going to feed off the Dodgers and his ability to play shortstop. That you're going to see him out there for a lot, which again, his price tag is kind of a bargain. Dude, he's like the only primary shortstop on that roster right now. 
everybody else isn't even like a primary position player. They're all kind of utility based. Even Max Muncie at third base, he's kind of guy that you moved around. Probably prefer him at at first base or DH. Uh, he's going to be playing third, although he can he can pick it a little bit. Um, and then Chris Taylor moving around. What you're talking about, Mookie Betts going yeah. there. You're talking about Miguel Vargas. He's he's played outfield. He can play a little bit infield. Like they they need someone that's like, hey, this is my position. So I think Mickey Rojas does get a um, a look here at the beginning of the season. I think all those guys you mentioned, James, like they're going to sign some people. They need bodies there because this is this situation is like the more and more I dig into the roster, it's it's a little bit dire, and I don't know if they need to go like. I mean, there's really no one they can go get without trading. So you take a look at those four guys that you mentioned. Who was it? It was Iglesias, Villar, Gregorius, and Simmons. Out of those four, like who who like who would you guys pick up? Top of your head. I, I no idea. Iglesias. Um, Iglesias is probably Played the most versatile. Year. Played in the NOS last year, I think. Man. Yeah. I would just trade for IKF. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. That's what I'd do. You guys would love that. Uh, It'd know, be great yeah. for everybody. Give us, give us Michael Grove. <laughs> Let Miggy Rowe cook. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I don't want, yeah, I kept Oh, Miggy Rowe should start. Just start. Nice insurance. Throw Gavin Stone. Uh, seeing Colin Stone soon. Uh, that's the Dodgers. Yeah, I, I think it's the the Padres being, you know, one of the teams of the offseason and just one of the teams of the past couple years. For this Dodgers offseason to be kind of quiet and then leaning into Gavin and now he's out, uh, it's going to be interesting first month for those teams. Like, do, do the Padres come out bad out of hell with everything? And if the Dodgers, I mean, a Dodgers stumble is what, 500? So, like, I'm talking for a month, not for the season. But I, okay, I hope yeah, relax. I, I hope that NL West. Um, I don't know. I think we're going to be talking about that a lot this year. Um, I keep going back to the Dodgers in the slow off season. Like they they have to go get Otani, and that's <laughs> not a guarantee, right? That's yes. not a guarantee that he's going to land in in LA. He's a Padre. Yeah, they're making man. it their main priority. Otani's already you better be ready to pay the most. Otani's like, already spending Seidler's money, dude. Dodgers fans are going to be saying, "Oh, they're paying X and X and X and X and X for Machado and and Soto and and Bogarts, and we're paying a third of that for Otani, and he's a pitcher." And there's going to be some stupid equation to like. They're, they're going to be paying him fifty million dollars a year. Yeah, no, but do you get what I'm saying? Like Dodgers yeah. fans are going to be bragging about like. They're paying X amount. I don't think they'll be bragging. Guys, I don't know. But we're paying this for just one guy, but our one guy is actually two guys because he pitches <laughs> and hits, and there's going to be some funky algebra math okay, equation okay. where Dodgers fans are bragging that, like, actually, we're paying $25 million for the hitter, Otani, and $25 million for the pitcher, Otani. So when you really think about it, we're getting him for a fucking bargain. Padres paid so much money for all those people. That's what Dodgers fans are going to say when they give him $50 million a year for uh, 15 years. I don't... I could see how you would think that, but I I think the Dodger Dodger fans are accustomed to like paying for good players. They're gonna like trade they, their farm for him. Oh, either they're gonna acquire him during the season. Wow. Mookie Betts. They don't go out and get free agents. I mean, Freddie Freeman's like the only one. They they trade and sign. Hold on. I mean, 
the Angels are going to be in contention. All right. Well, um, you know, Uncle Steve Cohen, if he wants the show. That's hate, what I'm saying, like, dude. That's I, I, what I'm saying. I, we're it's gonna, a new world, bro. We're going to do this so much, and I'm so excited because I just did Jake's rule Peter of like. Seidler. Seidler? <laughs> the you're, Padres you're, 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 will you're, be in. <laughs> They offered Judge for You better watch out. If someone if someone's following you, you feel like someone's following you, they're probably following you. Just get away from his money, bro. Whoever listens to this show and is connected to Peter Seidler, I want I want him to be the presenting sponsor of Talking Baseball. <laughs> He's listened to this show. Talking Baseball presented by Peter Seidler. Um let's oh my God. the good news is we're gonna keep it out on the left coast, fellas, because actually down the road and those San Diego Padres. Big Joe Musgrove, who signed a, a measly $100 million extension with the Padres. He's, he's like a low man on the totem pole over there. Uh, fractured the left big toe out minimum couple weeks, four to six. I mean, we're, you know, this is also spring training. You got to build yourself up. It's, it's not, you know, it's a little different than if a guy gets hurt towards the middle of the season to, to coming back. Um, so... Uh, with the Padres, you know a lot of their their main starting pitching, Darvish, Snell, uh, Musgrove was there. They signed Waka. Right now, they're bo- the bottom three in their rotation, Jim. Waka, Martinez, and Lugo. What what foot was it? Uh, it was left left foot. And he's a righty, so it's his plant foot. Landing plant foot. foot, yeah. Who cares? This is nothing. He'll be he'll be he'll be back in. Uh, may mid-may and then and then rolling and everyone's gonna say that was actually a blessing he's got a fresher arm okay i mean jim abbott pitched without an arm isn't his left toe i mean probably doesn't feel too good right now i get what you're saying for sure hey imagine hey imagine you're gonna miss a month of the season if you get it out right away like i don't know a lot of guys a lot of, a lot of teams do a, a shortened rotation anyway and then um April. They were they were thinking about doing a six man rotation, uh, so that's one of the questions we have. Does that change here? Uh, he's six five two thirty. That's on Baseball Reference. What Big size boy. fucking kettlebell was this dude using? One and a half story alleys. <laughs> I wonder how, how he Chapman, did. It. How come Chapman couldn't even come up with this? <laughs> what he hit his face with a kettlebell. <laughs> Like it's something walking, working out wise. I've done that with a freeway a couple times. I'll do a curl and I'll just crack myself in the jaw. It's a pretty bad feeling. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess you could say I was uh, bench pressing with no spotter and it came. I mean, our oldest chapman came with, I slipped and fell. <laughs> That's dog ate my homework level excuse. Yeah. I don't think he cares. I have to tell you guys something. Any Everybody that's listening, and I hate to be a butthead. If you Uh-oh. think Araldis Chapman slipped and fell and busted his lip, and you really think that, you're the one of the more naive people in the whole entire universe. Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly both. No, that's the full story. I believe. Because that's where you get bruised when someone pops you in the face, for sure. <laughs> but he slipped and fell, and his arms forgot to work. Jim, I'm going to spin. <laughs> I'm... I'm 100% with you, by the way. Um, You're not a dummy. Spin it back to the... Well, spin it back to the Padres. Uh, I do like partially where you started, Jim. Let, let's see where, where Musgrove starts throwing and how that big toe's doing. Just land on your heel, man. You don't need that thing. 
Um, yeah. But I actually do like it as almost, uh, like you said, Trev, with the Padres debating kind of a six-man or how do we want to do it early in the season. Let's see what you got. Let's see if Adrian Morahone uh, is back at it. Let's see if Brent Honeywell Jr. Honey I feel boy. I feel like we've been talking about Honey for a while. If he could finally put together a season and stay healthy, that would be awesome. Remember when Ryan Weathers was the youngest player in baseball for a while or the youngest pitcher? Like they do have some depth options there that yeah, I, I like that, Jim. Don't even don't even rush him. Build it up, save him for October. And let's see who of these young guys clicks. And let's not forget Cole Hamels' agent, our favorite agent on the show. Greatest agent. <laughs> He's the best, bro. Million bucks, come throw a bullpen for us. Come on. We won't even put trackman up there. Fuck it. We don't even need that. I'm looking at this lineup, you guys, right now. I know we just, we're talking about the pitching staff, sure. but the lineup is kind of a joke. I can't wait to see this in action. But they do have a lot of guys that are playing in the WBC, and we already, we've already seen Machado being like very flippant about this fucking pitch clock. He mm-hmm. doesn't really care. Are they going to be like the biggest, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Offenders of this the first <sighs> month? Like, are we going to have one team that's just like, guys, come on, let's get it together? Are they going to be that team? They're going to be in the WBC. These are big stars. They they don't really – they probably don't care that much about it. Are they going to get banged a lot the first month? I don't know. Maybe maybe there's guys that don't. I think it's – I was reading up on Scherzer and what was what he was doing, and the Mets are throwing that second pickoff, uh, calling, like, teams bluffs on it. And then I was reading – I wish I could shout out the article I was reading – because they were providing good insight of how players are going to game the clock. So Trev, if you're a batter and you're digging in, are you waiting down until nine seconds before you lift your head up Mm -hmm. and like owning that time up until nine seconds to do everything you can to get your feet ready to feel good? Is that what you're, is that like what you would do and and then make sure you're ready, but, but not rush yourself and, and kind of own those first, uh, six seconds or whatever. I mean, it doesn't have to be all the way down to nine, but it's, yeah, I would, I would, I don't know if like hold my hand up, I guess, but keep my head down. So I'm not addressing the pitcher until I felt like I was ready to go. But it, it, as soon as they look up, the pitcher yeah. can go. So they as, can still kind of, as soon as the batter looks up, they can go. So some pitchers who have the stamina are just going to be grab and go like Scherzer was doing it, like just crazy. And if, if that batter, waits all the way until eight seconds, the pitcher doesn't even need to address him at all. If he sees it get to nine, go one mm-hmm. Mississippi he has to go. pitch and go, and you're never going to get go. And you could quick pitch the batter there because his yeah. eyes, even if his eyes aren't on you, that's on the batter. Also, yeah. if the batter waits until eight seconds, well, now you as the pitcher can just fucking hold the ball and you have eight seconds to own that time. And, and you can wait to deliver it with one second left, two seconds left. So there is going to be a game within the game between that, which I don't know if I'm, I like or not like if we see that, like we see the quick dates that can quitch pitch really get exploited. The thing that I'm kind of concerned about with all this, and, and I hope it gets figured out with some, like some law, like some rules, um, is that like the umpires really have a lot of pull here. 
common sense type stuff. You talk about that, but what's to say one day this guy is just pissed off and he's calling everybody every single time. Like there needs to be something figured out there, whether it is we add two seconds or. Yeah. I think what they do before they even, and there's going to be like an article halfway through the this season by, uh, you know, Petriella or, you know, Sarah's like the timer's actually been delaying it by two seconds without anybody noticing. Like, you know, instead of hitting go, sure, sure, the pitcher sure. catches it. MLB tells the official timer in each stadium, like, wait two seconds. So it's actually yeah. 17, not 15. Well, it's also who's running it. Like, you know, in a lot of a lot of basketball in recent years, uh, you get. Oh, you that's know, the worst. You clock. get, you, get, oh the, you get the home court clock. I wonder if you'll have teams that are, have a quick clock. For it's the not road. an official. Has to be an official. I, it's like the like, umpire in the booth or something like that. They could go review. I don't it, know if it's no, a there's somebody running the clock. Are stadiums going to start fake countdowns? Are fans going to start fake countdowns? People are talking about that. Um, yeah, I don't want it to become a whole thing like that. You know what I mean? Like, I want it to speed up the pace of play, but not become the the main storyline of a game. Or I think they're going to you know, talk it'll about calm it. Down. It'll gonna, calm down. They're going to talk about it on broadcast a ton early on. Like, even listening to some of yesterday's spring training games, it was like the only topic, and you're like, oh boy. But yeah, I mean, we're still in the teeth of it. Um, what I what I like. And I think I just figured out what the, you guys talking is. You were talking about this Padres being swaggy and don't care. And Machado, you know, he's going to be Manny Machado. And that's that's your problem. I like Machado stepping in against a pitcher he hates, like some reliever on, on the Dodgers. And he doesn't step in the box and he just takes a first strike. And he goes, good. You got one. Let's see what else. Like, yeah. And then he hits a homer off of him. <laughs> Like giving the guy a stroke in golf, like you, you need. A yes, <laughs> yes. Oh. You you need this, and I, I like don't. that. I like that. You know what else you need? You need to head over to the DraftKings Sportsbook. A little basketball shout out in there. They are the official sports betting partner of the NBA. You can put five dollars on any pregame money line bet and get one hundred and fifty in <laughs> bonus bets if your team wins. They've got their same game parlays. Joe's has been posting his parlays lately. Yeah, Taylor Fade. That's uh, your guy's call. Um, but they'll also give you a no-sweat game parlay every day. So if it doesn't hit, you get a bonus bet back. Download the app now and sign up with code TALKIN. New customers can place $5 on any pregame money line bet and get $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook with code TALKIN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for those Tails. We've got a couple other big ones, including yes. Tyler Glass now. I mean, literally and figuratively big. Uh, Tyler Glass now, six to eight weeks with the oblique. Trev, you're our oblique injury guy. Um, you know, we obviously hate this for big Tyler. He's the best. Um, what kind of tall person is he? Is he, is he a legs tall or a torso tall? I He might I be a both. torso. Okay. At Jake's like wedding, he's got a long torso. We have a friend that's six and six, and I sized them up at Jake's wedding, and realized that from waist to top of the head, Jake is like the same. He's all legs. So we had some of our buddies hold Jake up so their belt buckles matched. You were like, you were like same height. He's Similar all legs. Torsos. Similar yeah. torsos. So leg extensions would work for you, Jake. And cat. Your guy, Kevin Cash, already gave the quote, Jim. He's, he's given the spin zone. It gives us better workload management for him, so he's not yelling at me every time I take him out in the fifth inning. So, I mean, that's just your perfect raise quote. We thought we were going to have a typical rotation in uh, <laughs> Tampa. We're not. 
This one's Dude, tough. I, you know, it's uh, it's one of our buddies, so obviously we feel for him too. Uh, a co-worker of ours, if you will, at John Boy Media. But the obliques are tough. We talk about it all the dang time here. And the Rays understand this, and they want Tyler ready for the end of the season. So I'm assuming we're going to be more on that eight-week train here. Like, let's let this thing calm down a little bit, then get back into it. And it is a way for them to limit his innings. So this is almost similar, James, to what you're saying about Musgrove. Although obliques can be a little, they can hang on a little bit. Yeah, a little trickier. They're going to be limiting his innings, and it's going to be good for him in the long run is what I think you think. That kind if of he comes back healthy, yeah. yeah I healthy. mean, it's it's not a, it's you not the same that. as a, a toe. Is you know, just chop it off and pitch if you need to. Can't do that with your oblique. But I don't know. I don't, who are the Rays? What are they even going to do this year? Mm. Oh my God! This is your this is your flu game right here. Remember that. <laughs> BBD, are you scared of the Rays' rotation? Uh, scared. There was time when they're just the Rays. Without glass now, Springs is the scariest, actually. McClanahan. What? McClanahan. McClanahan's one of the best young pitchers in baseball. Sure, but right. the Yankees right. can't. Houston's nasty, too. I'm, from a Yankees perspective, they cannot hit Springs changeup. It's right. it's like death to them. I think they've gotten Mac a couple times. I don't know. I, mean, I feel bad for Glass. Uh, if he comes back, then, yeah, it's all right. But it, it, Oblique's kind of tough, and he's just been dealing with a lot of things. So he was already going to be pitching now and coming back from the uh, Tommy John, right? Mm-hmm. And kind of seeing how his body feels post Tommy John and adjusting to that, which I know he got reps in at the end of the year, but still that's a, that's a thing that guys that come back from Tommy John say, it takes a while to f- figure out who you are and, and what you're, and now he's got oblique to think about as well when he comes back. So it's just like a little bit mental stack of pitching with coming off of a couple injuries. No, you're you're right. Mentally, like it's very tough to go through that whole process with Tommy John. Come back, have like a somewhat normal off season, raring to go, and then this happens right away. It 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 punches you, man, for sure. It's it's difficult, but he's, you know, if you've ever listened to anything he's done uh, on our platforms, you understand the kind of person he is. So he'll persevere, get back. I think he's already probably looking to the positives, um, early on. Good news for me. Uh, look, the guy that might get the first shot at it in the Rays rotation is Yanni Chirinos, one of my favorite names in baseball. Uh, so that's big. Um, and by the way, they, you know, Luis Patino. I don't, I don't think he's currently in the rotation. We almost have fatigue on him. He's twenty three. <laughs> um, Josh Fleming's gotten outs for them. The Rays find outs and they find pitching. So, uh, like Cash was trying to do, I, I think there's going to be a positive spin zone for them. Um, and then uh, the, the other oblique here, Seiya Suzuki, which, uh, bummer for Cubs fans. And this is, uh, you know, everyone a week ago was hyped that he came in. I think they were saying he 20 pounds more of muscle and all, all the spring training hype thing. They're saying four to eight weeks. Um, and <laughs> they're, 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 yeah, well, they, they said moderate. They're still unsure the significance of it yet. They should stop giving timelines. I think uh, the other thing that's more of a bummer for me, and uh, not to be shots fired at Cubs fans, who, uh, you know, they were they were the first kind of hostile crew at our TPPs, which I love because they got hope this year, and I love that for them. Um, I hate that he's out for the World Baseball Classic. Um, you know, I, I think sometimes we forget, you know, 
these guys that come over from Japan and d- different places in the world, and we just tell them to live in like you know Cincinnati or or wherever they play. Um, it was going to be pretty badass to see all those guys on Team Japan. He's one of them. He's out for that. Um, and you know, there's going to be obviously a Cub r- ripple effect between Chris Morrell, Nelson Velasquez, McKinstry. Um, will Brennan Davis get some run? I don't know. I picked Japan to win the WBC, so this is especially heartbreaking for me. So, mm. Cubs fans, I'm with you. I thought I was the most positive on the Cubs this year. I think what we came to in the end was, hey, you guys got to go out there and compete. And at the deadline, like I think if you're in that position, the front office will add to this team, and then we can see what happens. You know, Suzuki being out at the beginning of the year, obviously not good for that. Um, there's yeah, four to eight weeks is a long timetable. I'm assuming the worst always with the obliques. So just say eight weeks. You said just say eight weeks. You set the player up for people being upset with him or soft narrative or anything. I hate when they do that. Just say eight weeks. There's no reason to that's such a big And time then if you come back early, why I when Jake's that is why I scoffed at it when Jake said it. I just think it sets every everyone up for a little bit of failure there. It's it's gonna be one month or two months. Okay, well it's a six month season, so that's a fairly different. Hmm. Uh, range of injury. So just say eight yeah. weeks. It's eight weeks. And we wanted to see a full. A if full he comes back early, guy. it's a nice surprise. I so mean, it could be as much as eight weeks, and we'll reevaluate him in two or whatever. To, the, to whatever be the fair, that's that's is. from the article. Like David Ross's quote is much better. Is the the goal for us is when he's back, we don't lose him again. So pushing toward a date. If it's opening day, great. If it's five days in, great. If it's two weeks in, great. So it, you know that David Ross with a better approach than. I think people talking about it. Who's going to get a lot of run now? There's a lot of options. McKinstry. There's Morrell there. Um, Nelson Velasquez, not in my book. He plays right field. McKinstry's, they're going to do, obviously you know, Ian Happ's going to be in left and Bellinger's going to be in center. So there's Mancini a lot gonna of get outfield reps. Yeah, with with the wind and regular, you know, weight games maybe. If Hosmer gets going, he might need to get out there. Yeah, I I think Morrell. Uh, I think I think they like him, and and they have some. He's kind of he has more flexibility than some of the other guys. Man, would it be fun if Edwin Rios gets some at bats for them? Um, I I you know I don't. You're think not that, allowed to mention Edwin Rios. Every time I mention Edwin Rios, people are like, "What are you talking about, bro?" I'm like, "I don't know." Like I've seen the guy swing the bat. It's a pretty like swing. It's test. just a pretty Seems swing. Like he's got some pop. Um. I say, Gosh, ah, let me. Dude. I test somebody for once. People. Uh, <laughs> I test. Me. Uh, that's kind of the big stuff. I, I know we, you know, in, injury episodes can be tough. It's also opportunities for other players, guys. That's the spin. I know um, a lot of Rays fans already paused the video and left comments telling me I'm a dumb piece of crap. But uh, McClanahan three two six ERA versus the Yankees last year's Jeffrey Springs one point eight. That dude shuts the Yankees down. So I am more scared of Jeffrey Springs versus the Yankees. Massive, yeah, massive. I had to back that's that up because I, I didn't want to be wrong. Uh, it was a compliment to Springs. Yeah, he's very. I really like to. If someone yeah, can yeah. do some investigative work, first of all, Jake's going to be on Peter's side there, so you can't do this, Jake. I I want to know what the size of the kettlebell was. I just need to know. Okay, just it's probably a hunch. Who's our best? Who's our best Padres connect? Let me get in there. Bogey, Machado, Matt Carpenter. 
I can DM him. Didn't didn't Cronenworth do a big Twitter like follow everybody one day? Could have been probably his agent. Yeah, but yeah, you never know. Blake Snell, Trev, your guy. Oh, come on. Yes, I'm gonna take Snell. Yes. Oh, and their pictures, like he's gonna be hyped to tell you. Like, how big was that motherfucking kettlebell? Snell's gonna be like, ah, he stepped on his foot, bro. (laughs) He's like, he actually banged (laughs) it. He tripped over it. Pilates machine. He fought Chapman. Um. Kick Chapman in the face. Allegedly. <laughs> Ooh, that'd be a good... Those are a couple of big boys. Oh, by the way, wait, hold on. Be Speaking of Chapman, when you guys were talking about... We're talking about free agents and uh, Machado coming off the board, what that means for the class. It means that Matt Chapman, our guy, is going to get absolutely paid this offseason. Move the fences in a little yes. bit in Toronto. Like, 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 Jimmy's really thinking about this. <laughs> He's a free agent? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. I thought they signed him to an extension as soon as they got him. It was uh, to finish the Arbiers. Yeah. Oh. oh. Yeah. It's always weird when they call those an extension. I get it, but. You guys want to talk about no umpire baseball? Catcher's call. I didn't watch that yet. I, I plan on making a breakdown about it, but so I, ha- I haven't watched it yet. But, yeah, I mean, think about everyone outraged that that one game ended with pitch clock. <laughs> and then a day later, the teams play the bottom of the ninth, even though it doesn't matter, and the umpires walk off, and everyone's like, this is cute. <laughs> I was watching the game the other day when it, it looked like they, like, took a pitcher out and then put him back in in the same inning. And There's I, no rules. No one gives a shit. I know. I was, I just, unless you want to get upset about stuff, there's no one cares. They don't really do this in the uh, on the main field when you're playing these games, but when you go to like the backfield games, like you'll go play like a minor league game, and they'll send a big leaguer down. The guy just hits third every inning or hits first every inning. So like you got these like minor leaguers and they want their bats so bad, like they don't get that many live at bats. And here's this freaking dude just coming down because he doesn't want to take the bus trip and he hits third every single <laughs> inning. It's like a dominance thing. It's. <laughs> It's, remember it's Josh Donaldson? Up. Remember Josh Donaldson didn't run the bases? Yeah. He had a home run and just walked to the dugout. I think that might have been inter-squad or COVID summer camp. I don't know what that was. I uh I felt bad for the uh I want to get his name, Orioles, the Orioles catcher, if anyone any of you have it. I mean, what a brutal ask. Cause think like <laughs> I don't know. You're a you're a high A, two A catcher, and the managers are both yelling like, "No, we're gonna keep playing. You call him, kid." Like, all right, <laughs> man. Fuck. Man, I had to love it, man. That sounds so fun. <laughs> I would love oh, that. My gosh. Golly, <laughs> spring training, people. It is spring training. Mm-hmm. Although I did see a stat that all the last like four MVPs had monster spring training, so it does mean something. Trev, I have. I have something I'm going to do since I'm sick and, and um, uh, feisty today anyway. Can I do my annual college baseball chat? Uh, mm, we, yeah, let, you know, let's let this out. <laughs> Maybe we'll save this just for the AM. <laughs> All right. No, 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 we've buried No, it. it's not bad. I just okay. don't give me home run distances and think I should be excited about it. I like I like watching the highlights and the gameplay. There were some tweets going out like, oh, this guy hit this ball, blah, 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 feet. I'm like, yeah, he's using a metal bat. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's not something that should be celebrated. 
Because you're com- trying to compare it to like MLB distances. Like he's a college kid and he's and he hit one four hundred and seventy. It's like yeah, well, Soto was nineteen when he was in MLB. Yeah. Would so that's my feisty college of the uh, take of the year, which we do every year. I feel like we're getting I'm getting baited into this a little bit here. I, I, uh, no, you don't oh, you don't need sure. to say anything. I'm I'm for everything else. I've been enjoying some of the highlights and like the gameplay and and the atmosphere of it a little more than usual. But you can't try and be like, look at how far this kid hit this ball. Yeah, I don't. I can't. Right now. <laughs> I haven't been watching. I'll say that. Although I've seen some pretty swings. I see like some highlights from time to time and I like it. But I, I agree with you. Like it's a metal bad. And I know there's like they're not as bad as they used to be. But still, people. I'll, I'll give. I've got a Jakey. I'm a baseball snob. Everybody knows that. I've got a. You should change your name to the baseball snob. Uh, I got a Jake. That was an account on uh, yeah Yankees. Uh, I uh, I have a positive spin on it. I I saw a college guy hit a home run to right center field, and it was very unimpressive because you're like, that's a metal bat. That's next level. That's not even like a tough fly ball. Um, I saw Nikki Cass's friend and maybe Halo's backstop this year, Logan Ohapi, hit one right center with some oppo juice yesterday, and I was like, okay, Ohapi, I'll buy some of that. So that's that's me spinning us away from just thrashing okay, college yeah. baseball. <laughs> well, nothing to do with college baseball. I mean, you didn't do anything but back us up. You saw Wood Bat Homer were impressed. You saw Metal Bat Homer weren't impressed. You agree? Exactly. Oh, I don't think you spun us back. I think you doubled down. I was bringing us to Hoppy in a positive. Positive. He gets to catch Otani, dude. That's cool. All right. Anything yeah. else? It's just like. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it's like you know these young guys. They have so much testosterone, but it's like loose testosterone. It's like a it's like a baby rattlesnake. How just like it doesn't know how much venom to spit out. It just spits a shitload out. That's why they're more dangerous. It's the same thing for me when I watch. I'm like these guys are fired up, but it's like loose and it it's like a little scary and like weird. It doesn't do the same thing like when like when a when a professional. MLB level team gets fired up like those are men and the other ones I don't feel that way well I've been watching a lot uh because I put it on uh, ESPN plus has all the uh, every like college baseball game so you just have it like I have it on in the background right now there's not one on but I could watch a rerun these high school baseball teams I'm watching too holy all right all right thanks everybody Jimmy's flu game Trevor's mid game these See, idiots playing blitz ball getting fired up. Ugh. Check out some TPPs. TPPs. Money on the line there. Checks out. Right. And we'll see you Monday. Big week next week. Sheesh. Wednesday will be funky. A Trev in person app next week. Trev mm-hmm. the city. Earth and city. <laughs> <laughs>